a common sense reality check for both the left and the right. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. What's at stake in some court cases directly affects you. Several states are suing the Biden administration and it has to do with the gas you put in your car and in another case, how much you pay in taxes, not to Uncle Sam, but to your state. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us on American Viewpoints. I'm joined now by Eric Schmidt. He is the Attorney General of Missouri. And uh, General Schmidt, thanks for the time this weekend. But I want to start with some of these energy issues. And basically, you've got two right now among the cases you're dealing with. Let's start with the Keystone XL pipeline right out of the gate after President Biden is inaugurated. He revokes the permit and stops the program. You and several other attorneys general are now suing the administration over that. Uh, Why is that a case for constitutional consideration or legal consideration as opposed to just a policy decision by a new president? Well, there are limitations. It's great to be with you, by the way, Mike. Um, There are limitations to these executive orders. And these kinds of executive orders are not meant to or shouldn't replace, you know, thought out policy decisions decided by the Article One branch Congress. You know, the idea that the, the founders sort of put in place that you have a system of checks and balances to prevent the unconstitutional accumulation of power, whether it be a person, an agency, or a branch of government. That's being completely sidestepped now by this president who wants to change, you know, essentially the law, eliminate jobs with the stroke of a pen. And he's not authorized to do it. I mean, the Keystone Pipeline, um, you know, employs thousands of workers, is part of this idea of energy independence, which was achieved under President Trump, that a decade ago, people would have thought was uh, impossible. And so the idea that, you know, to appease the left here, because that's the only other reason. Um, And you hear, you know, John Kerry talk about, you know, these workers who are going to be fired now and have been fired, that they can just learn how to build solar panels is completely out of touch. And um, it may sound good in some, you know, Washington, D.C. cocktail party, but for those workers in middle America uh, from the Dakotas, you know, down to Texas and Louisiana and all the states in between, it stinks to high heaven. So somebody's got to stand up to this. We're doing it. We're suing the Biden administration. That's the, I think that was the first case. It may have been the first case. Uh, since then, there have been several more that Missouri's been involved with. But I think the overarching thing here is um, if you want a big policy change, you go to your elected representatives and they're accountable to the voters. Then if people like it, they can send them back again. If they don't like it, they can send them home. But this policy by way of the pen and the phone is something that's antithetical to our republic. And in a related matter, there's another lawsuit on the now imposed moratorium on oil and natural gas drilling. And this is specifically on federal lands. So so this would apply to private lands. Why should drilling for oil or for natural gas be something that is allowed regardless of the whether the administration wants it or not? The same principle applies. I'll, I'll give you another example of um, a lawsuit that actually we filed. So we're, we have joined those two lawsuits that you mentioned. But a great example of this radical policy is in the case that we filed, I think, three weeks ago now, of the quote-unquote social cost of greenhouse gases. And so on the first day of office, President Biden issues an executive order that's part of the Keystone XL pipeline, actually. But another part of that order was to create a, a working group of cabinet members, so unelected folks, who have come together in very short order, by the way, without listening to any kind of input from other stakeholders or people might be in opposition, which is part of the lawsuit, by the way, they didn't follow the rules when you put together some sort of administrative rule, but put together this working group to come up with a quote-unquote social cost of greenhouse gases. What does that mean? It means that they're predicting 
migration patterns 100 years out, future warfare and conflicts 100 years out, pulling all of those costs into the future, pulling that back into real time now, assessing the cost in the billions, if not trillions, and then authorizing these agencies, the EPA, transportation, energy, to go out into our economy, into industry sectors, and recoup those dollars by way of regulations, taxes, and fees. I mean, it's a radical concept, and it's going to cost literally millions of jobs. It will wipe out agriculture if it's followed, you know, sort of to the letter. Manufacturing could be obliterated. And again, this is all part of this agenda that even under the Obama administration would have been unthinkable, but they're moving forward with it. That's how far to the left now the Democrat Party has uh, moved and how they are willing to exercise just raw power here that's not authorized under the Constitution. And that's why Missouri's suing. That's why we're standing up. That's why these other states are standing up to these radical policies. We got to protect the citizens of our state. And it's part of our system of federalism, uh, which is meant to protect individual liberty. We're visiting with Eric Schmidt, the attorney general of the uh, state of Missouri. What is the proper role of an executive order from the president of the United States? And where does it cross the line between something that's outside of its constitutional scope? Sure. I I think the best way to look at this um, is when you're grappling with big policy decisions, right? And by the way, this is sort of the criticism of some of the previous courts, right? The Warren court or the Berger court is that when uh, the founders envisioned a system of government where people, the citizens are the sovereign, and they have an opportunity to elect people to go to Congress, the Article I branch, and make and decide laws, okay? And it's not to say there isn't a role for executive orders, but they're not supposed to be these huge policy shifts that, you know, one president can, you know, sort of write off and the next one comes and write off. These tend these are big policy swings that are meant to be deliberated in our bicameral legislature, where you have a bunch of different input. The Senate and the House, you know, negotiate these things. And that's how you're supposed to come up with public policy. So the abuse that you're seeing right now with the Biden administration, I mean, they are on a full frontal that I think here's my my point of view is that they believe that they're going to lose the House of Representatives in a couple of years and they're going to do everything they can to achieve this wish list that the radical left is handing to them by way of executive order. Also, by the way, since they have all levers of power in Washington, D.C. and the legislative branch, things like H.R. 1, which would completely undermine uh, election integrity in this country, federalize a system that was never meant to be federalized. And so um, they're, you know, to borrow a term from Spaceballs, uh, they're at working at ludicrous speed to do all of this. And so, uh, again, why the AGs across the country, including myself, we've taken a leadership role in pushing back. And one other aspect, of course, there's a big debate as to whether or not the American Rescue Plan and spending trillions of dollars was a good idea or not. That decision's been made. The checks are going out. But another lawsuit that you're involved with as well against the Biden administration has to do with some of the fine print on this. Uh, Does the American Rescue Act actually prohibit states from cutting taxes on the people that live in the states? Uh, yes, um, it does. And well, depending on the interpretation, but that cannot be, um, that can't be left hanging in the balance. I mean, right now the Missouri general assembly is in the middle of their legislative session and there are ideas to cut taxes. When I was in the legislature, I was sponsored and passed two of the largest tax cuts in the history of Missouri. So states should be able to come up with their own tax policy and be unfettered by folks in Washington, DC who stick something in a bill like this a massive bill at the end with a provision saying, if you take any of this money, you can't cut taxes in your state. 
So we are suing on that point because we don't think as a general principle, the federal government should be able to tell states that at a minimum, there needs to be greater clarification for the legislature as they move forward to make sure that's not what it says. If, if fact, in fact, people are saying that's not what it says. But the truth is, this is what happens when you have a, a huge, clunky, oversized bill moving through with no, you know, with the Democrats just ramming this thing through like they did with Obamacare, no Republican support, no, no seeking input from Republicans at all. You end up with bills like this. And so what do you do when that happens? Well, you know, as the, as the chief legal officer for the state of Missouri in a state that's been moving towards lowering individual tax rates and making, you know, more opportunities for, for businesses to flourish here by having a lower tax burden, it's important. And so, Again, we're going to keep pushing back as, as hard as we can on these kinds of policy decisions that are coming from Washington. And uh, that's just the re- most recent example. This past week, we filed suit on that provision of the uh, of the blue state bailout bill. All right. Eric Schmidt, attorney general of the state of Missouri, also now a candidate for United States Senate. And we'd love to have you back on the program to discuss that. But if people want to follow you on social media website, where, where should they go? Uh, at Eric underscore Schmidt on Twitter. Uh, and then Schmidt for Senate on Facebook and Schmidt for Senate.com is the website as we launched our uh, um, our campaign for the United States Senate next year. I think we, we need more fighters in Washington, D.C., and they need reinforcements to help save America. And that's why I'm running. All right, Eric. Good to talk to you again. Appreciate you being on the program. Take care, Mike. Well, just ahead from rewriting history books to literally segregating students by race in some classes to overriding the values many parents want taught regarding things like sexuality. Yeah, today's K-12 education isn't like yesterday's. Find out about a new resource to help parents and teachers balance what is taught. That's next on American Viewpoints.